What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with Randy Smith of DuraPro Painting, and this was actually right after a Drip Jobs demo. Uh, we got to talking a little bit about his business, and he had listened to the podcast, and he's like, you know what? You know, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's do a business breakthrough. So this is fresh off of a demo. Um, but uh, no, it was a great business breakthrough. And it was cool to listen to his story. You know, I think he started off really just, uh, you know, right out of college, you know, wanting to, you know, build a business for himself and uh, hey, went through the trials and tribulations along the way. He's at a position now where he's actually getting ready to be doing the painting after having two people work for him that are just not meeting the standard. So uh, this was a great episode to kind of help Randy through this situation and uh, give him a different perspective, hopefully helping him hit that next level. So the business breakthrough starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Randy of DuraPro uh, up in Michigan. Uh, just started last year. Tell us, I want to hear that story again. You're in college as a freshman. You stumble across the painting business. And here you are, you're a year in, things are going smooth. Tell us a little about like what that looks like real quick. Yeah. So yeah, like Tanner said, uh, started back my freshman year of college, uh, just as really a summer job to pay for school and ended up loving the business and decided to keep it going after college. And this is my first year going full time. Um, so you, you hired a couple college buddies to help work alongside you and you painted, right? You were painting. Yes. Yep. See, dude, that's, I love that. Some people go in thinking they just can't, they don't have to learn, you know, or understand. And, uh, I think yeah. it makes you a better leader. Don't you feel like, because you know how to do it, uh, you're, you're a better leader. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing I always tried to, to pass on to my guys is like, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Yeah. Confident in. So that was like, even this year, my first full year, I mean, I want to get to the point where I'm out of the brush. But I know I'm not really there yet. I just because I want to be confident in my ability to do what I'm asking my guys to do. Right. Um, but yeah, so I've I feel like I'm I'm kind of in a transition stage right now where I'm going from a strictly exterior business um, to a exterior and interior. Like I said, I'm in Michigan. So exterior is only really you're going to get five months out of the year max for exterior. So I got. China. One thing that's worrisome is that right now is when you're trying to make that transition. That should have been the conversation four or five months ago. Would you agree? Yeah. Yep. Because right now you're heading into the storm. And mm -hmm. that's kind of like waiting for the news to come on here in Florida to, to tell you that everything's closed uh, to go get your hurricane supplies. You know what I'm saying? So there, there is a way through this. It's just next year, definitely way sooner, right? I'm sure yep. you know this. Right. What's the schedule looking like right now? How many more jobs? And also, do you have employees or subcontractors? Yeah. So right now we've got 
probably about three weeks booked out. Um, and then for interiors, our summer, we, we've got about almost two months or a month and a half booked for, for um, right now. I'm actually, I've got no one right now. I just had to let go of two people. Why'd um, you have to let them go? Attendance issues there. You know, I was getting texts like 30 minutes before work. Younger guys, older, older. And yeah. what was the hiring process? Like, did you not see these signs when you hired them? Honestly, I, I kind of did see the signs. Um, I, I had a Facebook ad out and I just did phone interviews. And then um, you told them to come to the job. Yep. Yep. And you learned. Yeah. Because yep. you could have saw that in the in-person interview. You could have saw that you could have saw if they would have showed up late. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. why it's important. Go through those channels, man. So you did the phone interviews. You found these guys. How long did they work for you? I had them for about a month and a half. Okay. So, so let me tell you about a, a quality that I want you to really focus on, man. Cause you have, you have this raw talent. You're like a high school athlete, dude. That's just like phenomenal, man. And uh, if you just refined a few uh, refined a few things, and these are things that you learn through experience. I, I'm just, I just want to speed up your learning curve. So you don't have to waste your time experiencing. You need to learn the skill of anticipation. That is a skill you have to learn anticipation and act, right? Cause you, you could have done this in two areas that I just noticed. One would be heavy marketing early on for interiors to get you through the winter, whether you're working alone or not. Number two, anticipating the issues with these people that you had and already having the ads and the applicants and setting up interviews as you're paying attention to the, to how these guys are acting on the job. Would you agree? Yeah. You know, so this isn't going to change. Like this is just something that a business owner and a leader has to have. Like it's like a skill set is just anticipation, anticipating droughts, anticipating issues in hiring, anticipating marketing, anticipating all that stuff, you know? So what, what process or plan did you put in place um, for the, for the future with new hires? Cause now you're going into the, the winter, a little bit of stress because the jobs aren't coming in as quick. And now you have to hire, which is probably a little worrisome too, right? Are you feeling these emotions? Yeah. Yeah. My, my biggest thing right now is I feel like I just don't have enough, enough jobs booked. And I, but I know I need to hire. Like I've heard you say, like, you got to hire when you're not ready. Yeah. Well, you, you have three weeks booked. Yeah. And your plan right now is you're going to go do those jobs, correct? Well, so, so actually I have, um, my college crew for the summer. Ah, they're, okay. They're on, they're on Christmas break starting next week and they want to work out well. So yeah, it does work out well as far as that. Um, so right now I'm thinking like, I really need to hire during that period Yeah. and I need to book jobs for, you know, after Can that. I show you something real quick? Um, yeah. Sorry to the podcast listeners. You're not going to be able to see that unless I make this a video podcast, which I might um, watch this. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Yep. I posted this the other day. I actually put out an ad uh, for hiring. Um, what was it? Two days ago. Look at this. See how many applicants? 27 came in. Great time to hire right now, man. People want to make that change before uh, the beginning of the year. 27 applicants. I actually uh, reviewed yesterday. I reviewed five of them. I sent all five of them my Google form for them to fill out. Only two of them did, right? So I'm, I'm 
weaning down. I haven't reviewed the responses yet. Okay. But I'm looking to make one higher. So I'm only spending $10 a day. You see how much I spent right here. What? $29. Yeah. See that $10 a day. So what does that, what does that mean? Three days I've had this up. So I'm not lying here. I mean, obviously know that, but it's just important for you to see how like I already have enough guys. I'm anticipating growth. Right. You see? Right. So I'm not going to wait until I need the hire before the hire comes. When I get this hire, guess what that's going to make me do? Work harder. Get, yeah. Work, yeah. Be a little more resourceful, hustle a little harder. Right now I'm, I'm leaning back, man. And although that's good in some seasons, I know that we need a good spark in the beginning of the year. It's good for morale to bring in a fresh face. It's good for the company to, to, to have a new person. And that is my job. You're an orchestrator, man. Like that is a business owner. You're orchestrating things. You're, you got to keep it fresh, you know, and anytime that you sit back, you should not, you should just know that, you know, I know, you know, this, like, these are things that, you know, maybe you're not aware, but look how easy this was. I went on a couple of days ago, threw out an ad made it appealing. And I'll, I'll even read to you the copy. Would you like me to read that to you so you can see? Yeah. Let me read it. It says, if you're the painter we're looking for, you are described by your references. as very neat, clean, friendly, enthusiastic, conscientious, holding yourself to high standards as well as courteous, mature, and a relaxed team player. You present yourself well as, tr uh, yourself well as trustworthy and punctual with a great smile, eager to take on this opportunity. Uh, you'll be responsible for uh, interior and exterior painting uh, without direct supervision for a clientele expecting excellence with a smile. Okay. Uh, absolute must kind of just goes over a couple of things that are really important about having your own vehicle, driver's license, smartphone, and email. And then here's the thing at the bottom that I think is really appealing to people. It says you will work in a team of three or four painters. You will not work solo. Okay. So what am I doing? I'm separating myself from some of the fears in the industry of how businesses operate. Oh, I'm going to send you to a house to work alone. Okay. <laughs> No, we are a company that prides itself on teamwork, camaraderie, and everyone working toward a collective goal. We are looking for individuals that want to grow and be rewarded for their hard work. If this fits you, please apply. Okay. So this is as good as an ad is when it comes to getting people in your business to actually want a quote, right? If your quote said, hey, we are house painters, click here if you want a house painting job. What kind of responses do you feel like you're going to get? Online ads is all about evoking emotion, right? So in your ads that you're running on Instagram, I'm sure they say Durapro painting with like three emojis. You know, I'm pretty sure you're a little creative with them, right? Yeah. You know, and it says we are a rock star painting company or and I'm sure it has some enthusiasm behind it. It's the same thing in your hiring. So would you say that the ads that you were putting out on Facebook align with what you see here? No, they're a lot, a lot more generic. A lot more generic. They kind of, they kind of blend in. They kind of say, Hey, looking for a painter with experience, must have a driver's license, maybe pass a background check, mm. you know, so on and so forth. That's okay. But you're not going to evoke the emotion because when people apply for jobs, you have to understand this concept. What do they want? What did you want when you applied for a job, a better opportunity at whatever stage you are in your life? Nobody wants to regress when they get a new job. Would you agree? Yep. Correct. So if your ad aligns with regression or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when it's just, when it's just the same. Okay. Stag is like stagnant, mm -hmm. right? Then you're not going to get people that will want to jump on the, the train of momentum. So that sounds like the people that you attracted weren't 
attracted to your company because of the momentum. They were attracted to the company because it didn't force them to change. If you read this ad, you're going to be forced to change if you are not in alignment with what this ad is looking for. So that means either one of two things, you're going to change or you're not going to apply. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it all starts with that, man. Like this is, this is a learning experience for you because now you're paying for it and you made it a, a month and a half. Probably it was a struggle, probably having to apologize to some customers because mm -hmm. they're like, where are the painters? Has that yep. happened yet? Yep. It did. Like the week after or the exact week I fired them, uh, had like a whole interior going on and the customer was waiting to move in. And so wow. I, I was there 14 hour days trying to, and you were doing it because you're kind of yeah. you're trying to protect the reputation of your company, right. but you, you, you shouldn't have to, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to. And I, and I'm proud of you for making the decision to fire those guys. Was it hard? Um, honestly, they, they made it kind of easy. Just they because. made it easy. They fired themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They made it easy. So with all that said, like I said, you know, anticipation, I'm anticipating that if I put out a really good ad like this, I'm anticipating peace in the future. And think about it from this perspective. If I bring in every person with an ad like this into my business and a process of which they have to go through, what is that going to do? It's going to create an environment like a bubble in my business that it's a hedge against somebody making it through my process and not being what they said they were. Cause my company is so in alignment with our values, our vision, and the way we do things that they're going to stick out like a sore thumb. So essentially it's like a future insurance policy. My team is going to hold anyone else that comes in accountable. Cause they're gonna be like, Whoa, you're not showing up on time. What are you doing? That doesn't fly here. We come here to work. This is our livelihood. Tanner takes great care of us. I'm not messing up this opportunity and you're not going to mess it up for me. So you have this accountability system that gets created by default because all you're doing is bringing in high level individuals that value a great place to work and a great leader behind them. Mm -hmm. You follow me on all that stuff? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So we could talk sales. We could talk production. We could talk marketing. But right now, man, at this level, you need to be hyper-focused on your recruitment, your acquisition, your hiring, your process. Don't worry about it. You just had a year to make mistakes. You're mm -hmm. so young. You can make another year of mistakes and still be a heavy hitter producer running multi-million dollar painting company, 10 crews. If you don't get the, the foundation right and the principles behind hiring and have a cookie cutter process on how you acquire help and turn that help into leaders to manage your company, then you're always going to run into this issue. It's never going to change. So yeah. my suggestion to you today, and I'll send you the copy of this ad. You can have it. If anybody's listening, you want the copy of this ad, uh, find me and tell me. I'll just copy. I'll give you the copy, right? Put it out on Indeed. 10 bucks a day. Get your interviews. Here's the process. Google form. Okay. And I'll give you my Google form too. Google form. Second thing. What's the next one? Phone interview. That goes well. Background check. Have you ran a background check on anyone yet? I have not. Okay. So you haven't ran a background check yet. Okay. So um, background checks are easy. There's a, a website called clearchecks.com. 39 bucks. You get it back in like two days. They're great. Okay. 
It's worth it though. Why? What's another thing you could tell your customer when you're sitting down doing a, a presentation? Yep. That we, we vet all of our employees and everyone's been vetted with a background check and you can say it confidently, you know? So you're asking this question in the phone interview. Hey, just so you know, we do uh, require a background check. Is there anything that you'd like to let me know about before we run it? And I'm not saying that if you find something on there, it's a deal breaker. It's just a matter of you using discernment to see what it is that you're going to make a deal breaker and what you're not going to make a deal breaker. Somebody's got a DUI 10 years ago, you know, you can make yeah. your judgment on whether or not you still want to proceed. You know what I'm saying? So you got to use your judgment on that, but that's, that's one of, that's one of our steps. Next step in-person interview. Have you ever done an in-person interview before? Have you ever sat down with somebody and actually did that in any capacity? Um, I have. Yeah. In what, in what capacity? Uh, it was pretty casual um, back when we were hiring for the summers, um, really just with college students, like we'd meet yeah. up at a Starbucks or something and just do a oh. quick 10, 15 Yeah, because what you were looking for was casual. Now you're looking for serious, right? Yeah. So anything that you go in with a casual nature, you're going to get a casual result. Imagine if you went into a sales appointment for somebody with a casual mindset. Oh, okay. You know, uh, yeah, we could take care of that for you, you know, and, and what are you going to get? You're not going to get the result that you set out for in the same way with hiring. If it's not dialed in, if you don't have a, if you're not, if you don't know what to look for when you're doing these interviews, then you're going to get a casual result. You really are. So for me, it's like, when I go to that interview, I'm looking for certain things. Number one, I want to make sure hygiene is on point. Number two, I want to make sure they show up on time. I want to number three, make sure that they're a little nervous. You know, if you're not a little nervous and showing and, 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 and giving me the pregame jitters, that means that you probably don't value the, the, the opportunity. You know, I want to see that. I want to see that you care. You know, I want to see that, you know, I want to hear about your story. I want to know who I'm going to be investing in, who I'm going to be selling jobs for, who I'm going to have to communicate with every day to make sure that my promises to my customers are being kept by you. Mm -hmm. If my promises aren't being, that's what happened to you is that you made a promise to a customer and you expected the people that made promises to you to fulfill those promises to the customer. Yes. Yeah. They didn't follow through. And what I'm looking for is to see is, is what they wrote online in alignment with who they are in person before I try that out on a job. Because if you bring someone on the job, you're going to get confused by comfort because you're going to say, okay, they can paint. So this is easy. Great. I have a painter that's actually going to be doing some work and now I can take a break and go do an estimate. And this is great. And you're going to, by default, overlook little things because of what you're getting out of them in terms of production. That's good. That's a short term. That's a short term thing right there. Long term is where, when's the character going to come out of this? And you're not going to get it within the first three weeks if you do it that way. But you might be able to pull out character flaws within this hiring process that say, you know what? I don't think this is a good fit. And I, that's happened to me where not only during that interview in person, I would give someone the opportunity and I would send them documents that they needed to sign through email and they never did it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't fill it out. They wouldn't get back to me or I'd be like, you know, Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, uh, Oh, sorry. You know, I, I couldn't get to it. What if this, if this opportunity is that valuable to you, don't you think that the person would fill out what they need to fill out right away that same night or text me back? If I asked them a question after the interview, yeah. And they, and they wouldn't do it. So at that point I'd say, you know what, actually, man, I'm going to rescind this job offer. We're going to head in a different direction, man. And that's after 
the form, the background check, the phone interview, the in-person interview. I, I went through four steps all the way, gave them an opportunity to come to a working interview. And there was this time period where they didn't give me confidence and I let them go right there before I made a bigger mistake. Mm -hmm. And then the in-person interview, or excuse me, the working interview. You know what the working interview is? It's your ticket out if they don't perform well. And if yeah. you're not framing these things, you're setting yourself up for what you're experiencing. So this is the most important part of being a leader in business is, is narrowing down this process to where you can always draw on it when you want to grow or when you need it. Right now, maybe if we didn't have this conversation by default, you probably would have went back to what you were, what you did initially, just because that's the only reference point you had. So maybe it was a good thing we spoke today. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just giving you some ideas. Yep. Yeah. The hardest thing I think for me right now is kind of the balancing of knowing I need to hire um, and then struggling with trying to get sales during this winter time. Uh, like you said, I, I should have been preparing. In well, the, the thing is, is your college friends are coming in as placeholders and yeah. they're just they're That's that's unfortunate. I mean, it's good for them. They're making a little money, but it's bad for you because these jobs should be used as training grounds for the people that you're bringing in. So you need to make a decision. Like, even though you promised one of your college buddies that work for that week, say, Hey man, things changed. And you need to let the person that you hired do that work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's how that works. I mean, it's like, sorry, this isn't a long-term thing, man. I got to build my business, whether they're your best friends or not, they'll understand, you know, if they're your best friends, they'll understand. If not, then maybe they're not your best friend. You yeah. know, they can find work somewhere else. You know, it's like you have three weeks worth of work. That's plenty of work to get someone started and give them enough work to where you'll have time to find more work. Yeah. I think you should go as hard as finding two people right now. I don't think if you find one person right now, you're just going to stress that one person out because you're going to be working alone. Yeah. You need to know what you're looking for. What are you willing to pay somebody and what type of skills do they need to have? Um, starting out, if they have no experience, uh, 17 bucks an hour and then up to if they got a couple of years experience, 20, 25. And okay. So first of all, you need someone with experience at this stage. That's who you need to be looking for. You need someone with, we need to find you a unicorn. Yeah. Okay. That's going to require some money and time in this hiring process to find somebody that has two things, experience and character. Two things that's going to require some time. That's why I said, start today. You might have to do 10 interviews to find this person. Don't yeah. rush it because this person is going to help you grow your business. You need someone with character and skill. 25 is the minimum. Minimum. But you need to be phrasing the better opportunity that they're going to get by working for you. And you need to make sure that you put them in a position to be a leader. You're going to find a really good painter right now that's maybe on a crew that's not being recognized by their boss as someone that's ready for leadership and is probably frustrated about it. The last thing that they want is to be in the same position. So what you're looking for is a project manager. So when you put out your ad, you're looking for project manager for a residential painting business. You're going to get a different type of person with that ad, aren't you? Yeah. That's what you need. Then you find that $17 an hour helper. Yeah. That's, that's the second hire. Now you have a project manager and a helper that are working together on jobs. That's how you do it, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't think about this. You need a, you need a, you need somebody that knows how to paint right now to help you grow your business this next year. And it might take you 10 interviews to find them. You need to organize your information, take notes on everyone. And th it, this hire is the most important hire that you're going to make. It's kind of like me with drip jobs. I don't know if you, 
heard me talk about, try to talk about a little bit on here because the principles are synonymous in any business. Like for us, our most important hire is somebody who handles the code. I went through five developers to find the person that I want to work with to help me work on the code of this app. So it's like, although yes, each one I, I got excited about, but guess what, man, I had to be diligent. I had to wait and be patient and find the right person or else I knew and anticipated that there's going to be issues down the line. And I wasn't willing to hit those issues. Either I pay for it now by going through the process or I pay for it later when the stakes are a lot higher. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important. Take your time, put out the ads. You right now should have $10 a day ads running every day on Indeed. Okay. I'm going to give you my hiring course after this. So take it. It's four lessons. It'll take you through this process and uh, you'll be well on your way. Awesome. You know, because it got a lot of potential, man. And I think uh, if you narrow down this hiring, I mean, you'll be a heavy hitter in the, in the industry, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Was that helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely awesome to connect with you. I've been a huge fan of your podcast. I found Thank it you. about a week ago and I've been listening. Oh, really? It's only been a week. Yeah, I've been yeah. listening to it every day. A lot of episodes there, but oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I think we're up to like 200 some episodes, man. So uh, got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate the support. And you just uh, did a demo of Drip Jobs. Pretty cool, yep. right? Yep, I'm I'm loving that. I'm excited to get that set up. And my man, definitely going to be a, a big part of the business for sure. Thank you, man. All right, so let's cut this, and uh, I will uh, I will touch base with you soon, and uh, and we'll hammer it out. Awesome. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.